Two Dudes That Game podcast. I'm here with James the Third. I'm Ender. And we got a little bit of news for you today. Not, not much going on right now. In, uh, in our in, world of gaming. In yes. our world of gaming. I mean, there's there's always things going on in gaming and different things there. But with the topics that we follow and the things that we've been talking about, it's kind of been a little bit stale as we wait for some major updates to get pushed through. Uh, we did have some interesting qualifiers here in the call of duty league and uh and then some news on who is going to be showing up to some events that uh some people like some people didn't like and we'll kind of get into that as we go through it so hopefully we have a really compact short and sweet podcast for you here this week and get you some news um i hope you also if you like what we're doing hit subscribe like all those different things all those different areas this is also a audio podcast that you can find on your different podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Overtune, all those things. So since I'm done paying the bills, let's get right in to the uh, first topic here. And we got a little um, little CDL action, the post-scump era, the post-scump for Optic. And James, as, uh, as now being a new Optic fan... Hey, uh, Texas, someone that was Texas. never going to to watch it again after he got mad at me because Scump decides to retire. Like I have a lot of say in what he's going to decide to do. Um, you decided to go ahead and watch. Actually, watch more than I did. Yeah, over you the didn't weekend know. I because I it for you barely. Well, I had started watching it and never got to finish it. Uh, the the actual thing, and then you told me, oh, that you know, Optic One, but. You left out a very key point there of that optic decided to reverse sweep to win, listen, not just listen. a standard win. So I'm watching this and uh, I get in my hot tub, pull out the cell phone. I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, God, they suck so bad. I thought they were good. They were getting smoked. Just couldn't seem like they could turn the tide. Well, right? let's let's set let's set the dynamic. They are playing Atlanta phase. They're playing one of the best teams in the league. So and, and they're. Still a new team with not a lot of practice time under their belts. Yeah, you know, I understand. No that. one was really expecting that. So, but so let's give them some credit. And they also played very well in their first game. You know, so they they get a two zero lead Atlanta face, and I was like, "This is dumb. Like, it's not nothing's gonna happen." And then game three comes around, and they look pretty good. And I'm like, "All right, okay, here we go. I can I can so see we have a game three. Something. So we get in the game three, which is a what an embassy." uh control that they they handle pretty well yeah uh no hotel hotel control Ho- hotel control sorry. and then game four they go in and shit hit the fan ender i listen as someone that's new to watching it i didn't under really i didn't have a lot of, you know i got the jets going on in the hot tub so i don't have a lot of sound i'm just kind of watching it I didn't realize the, the Here we go. impact. I'm in the hot tub. Listen, I know my life is, my life is horrible. Like, good Lord. My life is horrible. Wine, wine a little bit more, why don't you? But until, you know, you just recently explained, you can kind of go through it here, watching a little bit of gameplay right now. Um, if you're listening to audio, you can jump over to our YouTube feed and you can see a little bit of, uh, uh, of gameplay here. This is game three where they're down 2-0. But in that game four, a lot of history was made, it seems. Well, there was a lot of history in that series in general. So in the series in general, um, Dashi set three records um, in the series. He set the record for most damage, which was just broken 
in the major one by Scrappy. So like, boom, here comes uh, someone breaking it. And Dashi again, the one that they wanted to get away, the one that was an alternate on the team that only came back because Scump retired is is putting on a show here. Listen, in he's this, mic dropping in this people. One here. So he he is like, he's taking what Scump told him to heart of like, don't don't ruin this opportunity that I'm giving you to come back and play. So he is flying around most damage in the series, most kills in a series of 115 and then most kills on a map 41. So he drops all of that in this series here. And the 41 was just, I mean, that's just up there in the CDL. Like these are pros that that's like me going into shipment and and dropping 41 like that's the only place i'm dropping 40 plus kills is in shipment not on with with uh, 75 deaths. The best, yeah with 75 <laughs> deaths not playing against the best players in the world so i mean just unbelievable there was also a couple more um records set in this series and, and again you get a reverse sweep you get a lot of games like you got a lot of gameplay they're two good teams so they're also not winning these games fast they're going deep in each game they're going rounds um, so you had, uh, not the most first bloods by a So a drops the most first bloods of nine. And then you get most times first blooded in a series, which goes to Shotzi. <laughs> so I really want to know if a got Shotzi nine times and one other person got him. Like that would have been crazy. If a got 10 for 10, like they were just complete opposite. It was just a getting Shotzi every time yeah. that would have been, that, that would have been great. And then total number of engagements from Simp in 237 engagements. So that is getting involved in a fight. So like Simp is always in there. And I'm telling you, when you watch yeah, him Simp play, and Cilium were, were having good games for the most part as, as this started. And then Simp they started is to always involved in something like that. I'm not surprised to see him take that record because, you know, and you watch the whole thing, but I'm telling you, every time the 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 you go to the commentators, they're talking about Sims involved oh, in this constantly, kind of fight. Sims constantly. Sims over there. Always. Let's see if Sim can get this. We'll see if Sim can yeah. get that. Yeah. I mean, you're no, talking about again. You know, the top top five guys in the league in Simp, um, Acelium. So Sim, Acelium, Abizi, and Slasher. That 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 roster is just nasty. But for Optic to pull off the reverse sweep to get the number one seed, number one going seed in the into major. The, the major starting this weekend. Um, so the the major starting starts tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Yep. So starting on the second, they so play we'll LA Thieves in their first game. So they're going up against the Thieves. So they're going up the reigning champs. So you got you got them against the reigning champs and the Thieves. And um, if if you want to watch. I don't like plugging a lot of other stuff, but I you know I know J God did, so I'm gonna go ahead yeah, and do it. If he wasn't watch, afraid to do it. Watch Scump's uh watch party if you really want to like understand what is going on in the game and like call outs and rotations. And I'm telling you, the the hour and a half that I watched, I learned for even being a fan of it for a while, learned more about the game and the way it's played and the amount of just things that these guys have to remember on rotations and what the call outs mean. It's just really good to watch it. Um, and they have a lot of giveaways. They're yeah. doing tons of giveaways. Tons of giveaways. Like, There's give- a lot of incentive. Hex. Um, Hector uh, definitely hooks Scump up there and uh, he, they're giving him all kinds of stuff that you can g- give away. Oakley sunglasses. 
um you know anything that's sponsored by optic they're freaking giving away so um definitely tune in and the craziest part is scump had eighty-two thousand people watching him on the watch party and the cdl only had like fifty thousand watching yeah, them he so topped off the list they were even talking about it in in this the commentators hey everyone watching over there you you know pull up another screen and watch <laughs> us too like come on guys it's not just Help there a little bit but, but- um I'm really, really looking to see what uh, these guys are going to do on land, though, because, again, this is online. They're not at land. So let's see what happens when they get on land and see if they can start flying again. I think they're just going to get better when they get on land. Um, Normally, you don't see great players get worse when they move to land. They normally get better. Um, but that means every all of them are getting all better, of them. So. All of them are going to get a little bit better. Plus, so. see, I think this gives a couple of days for people to really see how optics playing. Obviously, things changed with uh, Scum not being a part of it, right? Like the strategy, who was doing what role? Oh, they're so uh, their vetoes are completely different. Their breakpoints are different. They are a much better search and destroy team. And even Scump himself was like. They're, they're going to be phenomenal at search and destroy now because he hated search and destroy in this game because basically you just crouch and sound whore the whole time. Yeah. And, and, and he, it's here's too, something it's almost point. too it's slow just, for him. Yeah. It's not, not his gameplay. Like I always think of not comparing myself to skump, but in that aspect of hating to not be constantly moving. Like I understand what he's saying there in this game of like, you have to sound whore. There's just no other way to do it. Um, Really looking forward to this weekend. Uh, I'll have definitely be watching the at least the Optic games. I'll try to catch more if I can. But Optic LA Thieves round one of the major two, which is being held in Boston, Boston. I believe. Yeah. And then major three. Are they coming out to your neck of the They're woods in Texas? Coming to Dallas, major three. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be the one hosted for Optic Texas. So are you going to be taking a trip over there? Um, we'll see. <laughs> We'll see. It's not the easiest. Are we gonna thing get to a do. live stream? Are we gonna get a live wait, stream from? I doubt we'll get a live stream. I mean, I, I, our, on, if our following was a little bit bigger, maybe I could go up to Scump when he's there. Supposedly, he's gonna be in person, and I could be like, "Hey, oh, he's gonna." Be, I think he's gonna be there. We'll find out in this major because he's supposed to be traveling with this major too. Because they okay. said they're bringing the entire watch party with them to the majors. The only reason they're doing it at the uh, compound was because it's online anyway. Gotcha. So um, they're supposed to be taking it with them. And obviously the CDL supports them. You know, they need the CDL needs Scump to stay involved. Like they're really making, they're really making sure Scump is around in a name that's yeah, still there. Absolutely. Uh, unlike some of the other retirements where the CDL league was just like, up, oh, see you later. You know, go do your own thing. They're, they're keeping a hold of them as much as they can. Cause they know that following follows. Well, the Scump. more they keep him involved, they're actually bringing other people back around a little bit. Some of their old, names are starting to whether they're jumping in with scump or they're playing with scump on the side and, and other game modes you know he just started playing some Warzone with nade shot and that was ridiculous well yeah i mean nade shot didn't that, really so. go away he decided to make la thieves and yeah yeah team, but it's just so. interesting to see uh it branch out a little bit more i think and, and so cdl in my opinion is well, smart to hold on to some... him because he he is he's bringing more attract probably more attention to the cdl to the random call of duty fans that have like myself that hasn't been there in a while 
Yeah, I think the watch parties are definitely helping out with that. And then also, I think you're seeing some, like you're saying, some of the older players come back together. There's some bridges trying to be mended between um, Scump and Crim6, too. Like, they've they've been talking about playing together. And, and the whole thing between them was never, they never disliked each other. They're just two competitors playing professionally. And you're exactly. going to have yeah. that headbutting that happens when you get these type A best players in the world personalities together. You're not always going to have, you know, smooth sailing between them. And some of them, some guys can't just, they can't play on the same team. They just can't. Obviously, Scump and, and Crim6 and Nate Shot all had success. Maybe that's success, our problem. We can't play on, we are, <laughs> we can play on the same team. You just don't play the well enough. You don't you play the right way. I don't play the right way. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't play the game the right way. When you have so. bad comps. Oh, it's what that's the stupid game after this game. When anyone no, else I, has bad comms. I tell you all the time. I call if I make something stupid, I'm the first one to tell myself that was stupid. That was on me. Yeah, but that I takes have no away problem. I have no problem calling me yelling at you. Like but you get to I, yell because at me. I'm not the one that's gonna go like this, just sit in silent and act like I didn't do something stupid. I'm gonna be the first one to put my hand up. My bad. I fucked that up. That yeah, was my bad. Where you would just be like, oh angry. It's the gulag. It's it's the other players. Oh, and you couldn't hear anything. You'd be you're the last person to blame yourself. I'm the first person to blame myself. I'm definitely not the last person to blame myself. You are the last person. If it's just you, between you me and you, you will sit in maybe, silence but. and act like nothing happened, and the guy made <laughs> the greatest god play in the world when you really he fucked probably up. did. He did. Yeah, after way. your fuck up. I mean, if I make the greatest god play when someone else fucks up, I get banned. So. You did. I kind of want to get into our next topic, which is the James the Third banning for hacking. James, wow. Why? Why have you been turning on the hacks? What is getting you banned here? Listen, James. James officially got banned from Call of Duty. It already got unlocked, though. It already. It already. It Who'd unlocked. you have to call? Who's the inside no. track you have here? With my phone. What account did you reload it yeah. to? No. No. Come on. Um, yeah, so I just had, it was the end of, middle of a solo game, um, up there kind of on the top levels of that spot. We like to drop into the house to see if the white chest there on the far left, yeah, left side of the map. And I end up with a sniper. I go by my gun and, uh, so I do have my sniper and then I have a random Finnick ground loop. So a loadout it's drops a and I, I loaded, yeah, a signal 50. 50 configured to the super so fast. A loadout drops and I go all the way to the top side in the desert area, out in the open, up on those cliffs. And I was like, oh, there's the loadout. And this guy drives up in the car. So I was like, oh, I'm going to snipe him real quick and then go get his shit. Well, my for someone that reported me from cheating, I wish you could see the whole clip because I missed three sniper shots. The guy about post the clip. Meters. Post the short. I wish, I wish. No, I, I wish I'd always. had the whole thing it's recorded. Yeah. It, is, isn't, isn't that how it always is, guys out there? Oh, I didn't record no, it. I wasn't a, cheating, no, but, but I didn't saying, record it. I'm saying I missed him by a mile. I was like, wow, I deserved it. So then he gets he starts melting. He gets me down to nothing. So. I re- I've only got two plates, so I, re- I replay, I'm laying down on the cliffside, and literally the guy could just stay by the box and wait for me to pop up, and he's gonna, he's gonna drop, he's got his RPK out, whatever. This guy decides to get in the car, starts driving towards me, obviously I can see that on the minimap, he's coming up the hill, so I smoke it, just to give myself a chance, I figure, okay, maybe I can run away, but then I was like, well, I'm out in the open, I'm not gonna, I can't run away, he's just gonna get out of the car and shoot me. <laughs> So in the smoke, 
I spun around and threw the tr the drill charge at him because it's all I had on me. And the stuck symbol came up and I thought to nice. myself, no way that just happened. So then we down each other at the same time and he goes to res. But remember, I stuck him with the drill charge. So then it, it drill spins up, drill charge finishes him, I revive. And this guy raging in the voice chat, just screaming immediately. You're a fucking cheater. Blah, 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 blah. I'm reporting you. I'm reporting you. I'm reporting you. Boom. Game crashes. Then I get that. Thing I sent you the text that you have been permanently banned from Call of Duty. Perma banned from Call of Duty mid game for, for what? For what is it? Forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah, it took about three hours for me to get my. I immediately yeah, so put in a support ticket. Yeah, said well, that the, was fast uh, response from support because normally that's about twelve hour process. So, um, if you play long enough, you're going to get a lot of people who mark you for cheating because they just do every time there's so many players out there that every time they die it doesn't matter the person cheating the person cheating there's no way someone that isn't cheating would kill me i only die from cheaters so um when you play call of duty I i've my account's been banned twice um you finally got hit with one there mm -hmm. and it is you just have to put a support so if anyone sees that perma ban i kind of want to let you know it's not a permanent ban Put in the support like ticket that's in the bottom thing. I'm assuming it's yeah, it's just from ricochet. So it's it, you get to a certain level of the I'm assuming a certain level of the amount of of reports within <laughs> a small period of time, which we've been playing a lot. So I'm not surprised because people that just report up. you every anytime they're mad that they, oh, you kill. They them. report it's, you that no. you're mad and 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 you're a good sniper. So a lot of people report snipers. Yeah, all the time. Like everyone assumes that the sniper is is hacking or something. There's no, there's no way they're gonna hit that shot when I didn't you know, move come for to think eight of it, seconds. I did kill someone from far out right before I went yeah. over to get so, my loadout. I mean, load I think so it's, it's, it's probably, ricochet. Possibly, I got reported back to back times. Well, in the same it, game. Like how many kills you had, how much damage, how the games have been going, like all of that yeah. together, ricochet is gonna ban you. But what I'm trying to say is, you just put that support ticket in, and they pull up the footage that you get banned from. And a human watches it, and then they normally instantly are like, "No, there was nothing sus there." He, the guy, just got stuck. Yeah. He was just mad. Um, so they have all of that. I've had it happen before. I had it. I got banned when Ricochet had the uh, ten kill problem. Oh, that was brutal. So I, I dropped never hit 12. that because I couldn't get ten kills, dude. <laughs> I dropped. You, you like I? I have a floating scale. I start off super well, and the longer we play, the more bored I get, and the worse things happen. So my first two games are always the best game. So if you're going to come watch a stream, watch my first two or three games. Anything after that is is pathetic. Don't watch anymore. Um, but uh, we, we, I hit the 12 kill mark in a single game and duos and instantly banned. It, it was 12, 12th one shot, hit him, dropped four hours later, it was unbanned wow. from it. And it was a shadow ban, though. That wasn't a, a, a permanent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that threw me into the like 280 ping servers so, uh, where you couldn't get anything. That's so dumb for them to like investigate. So it was, yeah, it was stupid, but I, I've gotten that. And I got a true perma ban uh, from a scenario kind of the same as yours. Like I remember, I remember it cause it was in, um, Oh, it was original for dance and we weren't even playing together here, but uh, you know, the, like the, where, where the police station was next to all of the, the the buy station was right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the um like storage units. Yep. Well, I was on top laying down, 
and the guys were shooting up at me. It was a team of three, and I just threw like Simtexes off of it, not even <laughs> looking, and squad wiped them all with Simtex. Oh, Two Simtex no. landed and blew them up, and then they all reported me, and I got banned. I'm like, I wasn't even. I was just lobbying them, guys. I had no, there's nothing I could do. Yeah, they're just running into them basically. Yeah, because because yeah, they would they ran into the storage unit hiding. And I just chucked them in, but I I was laying down. So they're like, who threw it? It was a cheater. It was a hacker. I was just laying. I just knew where I was. I was yeah, just yeah. chucking them over. So that was fun. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of Call next? of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into Call of Duty news. The new, new map. map. Your first initial new thoughts. New resurgence map. And what is it? What's it named? Ashika. Ashika Island. Ashika Island. Um. It looks cool. I, I think it's like the most detailed overhead yeah. map we've ever had. Like they have a lot of detail in this picture. Um, it looks like some of the points are pretty cool. We have like a farm area. The castle looks pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested on like how you can get up on the castle, the beach club, the port looks cool. Shipwreck. I mean, it's pretty much standard stuff. Yeah. There's a shipwreck. There's a port. There's a town center. There's a beach club and a farm area. Uh, it's I don't know how big it is. I can't really get the scale, the feel of the scale here from these pictures. And even from this, uh, you know, trailer clip that we have, I don't really feel that. I know there's an underwater way. Oh, there, there it is. Okay. So yeah, yeah, we have this underwater way. I don't know if I like that. I don't like when they have these underground areas because it always turns into some weird circle mechanic. Um, I mean, so, so we'll see how that plays. I, I just, I'm just not a huge fan of it. Um, especially in a game that's so fast paced as uh, resurgence. Um, but I do think it would be a great place for Trex to hide while we, while I go and die all <laughs> yeah. on the top. I do. I do like that. It's, in. it is cool that they made it free. You know, it is part of Warzone, So it is free. So it's kind of funny. It's almost like they got to remind people that it's free. I'm sure it's going to have its issues. Probably the underwater area, the circle closing on top. People are going to be like, this isn't this. I just give us back our old map, blah, blah, blah. Um, well, I'm not worried about the old map. I just, I just think when you have tiered levels like that, that aren't buildings, it, it becomes super weird with circles, just depending on how it closes. Are you a fan of the resurgence game mode? I'll be honest. I don't think I've played it enough to say yes or no. So I'll say, I'll say this. I mean, I love multiplayer and it seems just like the multiplayer version of a battle Royale. So I don't know why I wouldn't, the but I also know it doesn't have SBMM. So I really like that. I like that, but sometimes I wish you could just like, I wish you had the option to play resurgence or the full BR rules. Where on a smaller map, so just a like, the, like map. a mini so it's, royale, it's less people, it's mini royale, but it's a different map. You know, PUBG does that. We'll play one game where on the biggest map there is, and the very next game we load into, it's on a tiny map, and there's half the people. And it just it's different strategies for different maps. I think it would be really fun, but I I get bored really quickly with the this because like you can kill the same guy over and over and over and over and over and over, and then when he finally kills you, you get team wiped, so you're out for the game. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a different game mode. It's a different strategy. It's you know, it's it's fun, but I don't think I put enough time in it to really say like this is a great game mode or not. Um, honestly, we played Plunder more than anything else for our constant killing. We would just go fucking yeah. snipe off built hills and stuff. 
to level weapons. Um, I think the no skill base gives you um, pretty much a content machine. You can kind of go in there, and if you look at the end of um, the last Warzone, Warzone 1, it was really everyone playing Resurgence because that's all that there really was for them to play. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against it, but I will play it to get the feel of the map. But I do like your thought process there of just, you know, have, have a multi map rotation. Like, I don't know why it has to be this complicated and why they won't do it. Cause they have the map just limited it to 50 people on the map, whatever it is you're going to do. do the same rules. I'm not saying do that instead of resurgence. There's a massive amount no, 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 of no, people I, I that get, like I get what it. You're saying so, there. so they, I, I don't want to take, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody. That's for sure. But it's, it, it just, I would like to be able to play the game that I like to play on, on a second map. And then because they do resurgent game mode sometimes on the big maps. Yeah. So they should be able to port it over. And I, and again, I don't know what they're I would love to sit down with somebody from there and have them like really explain what their adversity to having multiple maps for battle royale is I mean I, I, I don't get why because every other battle royale has multiple maps except for Fortnite but well, Fortnite has changed their map every season Fortnite and Apex are kind of the same they, they constantly just change their map Nonstop. Well, Apex, I believe you can load into different maps each game. It's not the same one the whole season. I don't remember. I think there's two or three that you choose from and rotate between them. I could be wrong there. I don't play it. But Fortnite, it's pretty much each season you're getting an update or a change. An to update the to the map, yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, there's a brand new map in it right now. Oh. So, and while we're talking about Call of Duty, just a quick little mention, they did also eliminate Bird's Eye. Well, they removed Bird's Eye to fix it, and you'll have the patch coming out the 15th, and I completely agree with that move from them. Just, take just it, get it, it out of the game. Don't I worry about trying do to that with patch a, it. I wish they would do that with a lot more. When something is feels super broken, just take it out. Well, they do. They've, they've done that a lot, but I mean, you, you ha- they have to like... It's not just a simple just remove it from the game, like delete this thing from the game. There's like, other things take that out can the break. RPK, just remove it. Oh, you know, sh- here we I'm go. just kidding. I don't really care. The pro- the problem with the R here's the, the problem the with the RPK. The guns are relatively there. There's there's four guns. No, that but are here's, meta right here's now. what I'm saying. The problem with the RPK and the Fennec, everyone going meta, 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 meta is I don't even think the Fennec's meta right now. Is no, what we were used to with by the time Verdansk and Caldera ended. We were used to them changing the meta every mid-season. So we've been stuck with... It's not that these things are so overpowered, everyone hate, that, they're, that they're ridiculous. They're just the meta. The problem is, is that when we did the mid-season update, we didn't get a new meta. And now this season get delayed. So it's well, just too much very, broken yeah, to yeah. worry about weapon tuning. So that's what I'm saying. So it's a very... It's one of the most extended metas oh, we've Oh, God. Had. We got something for three months. Call of Duty fans are done. Yeah. <laughs> we can't handle it. Three months of the same thing. But I think that's all that really. I think that's all that really happened is it just got stuck. I, I personally don't think the RPK is the best weapon in the game. I think the actual um, it was AK, the quickest weapon that people could figure out. I think. Yeah, I think the AK is 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 there. I think there the attack is obviously not as fast killing as it, but 
It's a laser beam. I don't think the Fenix meta. I I feel like the Lockman's much nicer, and the uh, Vazdez is a faster killing weapon too, um, and holds more ammo and has better range. So I think it just again I think it's playstyle. But if you pick up an RPK and a Fennec, you're gonna be fine. You're you're gonna be able to win any fight out there. Um, but I just I don't think I actually like the attack V and it, it downs faster. Yeah, you gotta yeah. know how to control it. Like the recoil is insane on it, but if you can control it, you're you're two tapping guys if you get a headshot in there. Yeah. So you you you're you're downing people super fast, like you should be able to with snipers, James. Well, that's the yeah. Oh, I'm, stop! I'm not even gonna get in. in <laughs> no sniper talks for me today. Uh, I had to lay uh, in there. They just have We're to talk about fifteen more days. Fifteen more days. But I bet you they don't. I bet you they don't change the snipers. They haven't mentioned it once. I thought you were gonna, gonna talk about it. I thought you were talking about it. If they were gonna change it. it, they would have mentioned it. I thought we weren't talking it. about it, James. All right. Up next. But you get your gulag, okay? You're gonna Fuck get your the gulag. gulag. E3. Are you a big E3, E3 fan, Ender? Thrizzle. No. I thought you Don't were. I fucking care. Did you used to be? Not. Well, so when I worked at Best Buy, so I worked at Best Buy for about seven years. Okay. Um. So, like, my first, there's like, it was my first job. So, get, get cheap video games, cheap things that work at Best Buy. Back when CDs were a thing, people. Um, so, you know, we could get all that stuff for super cheap, great discount. Um, E3 was huge because man, our bosses would go and they would come back with a ton of stuff, demos and posters and everything that you could possibly want from all these things. And then kind of what we're going to talk here, people stopped showing up. It didn't become that great of a thing. Everyone kind of had their own event that they wanted to do. And it just kind of lost its luster. I mean, it's it's not what it used to be. Yeah. I, I wish it could go back to that trade show that everybody showed up with. I think COVID hurt it huge. I mean, it was already um, hurting before. It was already hurting. And then, uh, you know, I don't even know what it costs for one of the vendors to be there. Uh, but obviously, it was cheaper for them to make their own show. Well, here we got to show up to one. Yeah. So officially Nintendo Xbox and Sony are pulling out again. Who else is there? Uh, well, in in, in all fairness, other than Nintendo not being there, um, is this the indie show though? Now it's like, is this really great? Like, no, but here's, here's, and and Microsoft's not been there for a while. A lot of people, they do have a, they didn't used to have a booth, but they did their conference at the Microsoft theater over by the Staples center. Uh, LA live, I think is what it's called, but they, they, um, and Sony has pulled out, quite a, I think even before COVID Sony stopped going. So, and they do their own thing later, but here it is. The E3 people respond to these guys not coming. They say E3 has a rich history within our industry and we are always heartened to feel the passion for the show and hear what it means to different people. Reviving a trade show after a three year hiatus and a global pandemic was always going to have its challenges, which is why we conducted an extensive search and consultation with the ESA member companies to identify the best partner to produce E3. In selecting ReadPop as our partner, we have been able to tap into their rich history of hosting popular industry events like PAX and broader consumer shows like Comic-Con. That's the statement in response to those guys not coming. Now, from what I understand, a lot of the vendors don't care for ReadPop and how they manage everything. And I don't know if if that's just a scapegoat for them to like these guys feel bad because E3 
I mean, E3 was the place that you went and it was all about dominating the show, put everybody on a neutral playing field. And now I agree with you. It probably does come down to money. It's about owning the moments. Nintendo or Nintendo always finds their way, but they have their own niche. <clears throat> um, Sony has completely vacated the entire month, basically. Or week. Yeah, but I mean, that's and they Sony. Do their, At some but point, they do someone's going to piss Sony off and they're going to take their ball and go No, home. I mean, they do their own event and it, they do their own PlayStation Direct type style events and they're very successful at that. And now Microsoft is in this. Microsoft usually has a good conference around E3. Uh, they'll do their conference during E3, of course. And then EA hasn't been a part of E3 for a while. A lot of people are surprised about that. They're there. They're just across the street at their own EA play event. So I'm with you. Like, who's... I mean, Bethesda's not going to have a conference. They're a part of Xbox. So I guess you got Ubisoft. I don't know. I think it's... I mean... But again, people get confused because these conferences are all around E3. They think that it's E3, but it's not. It's just at the same time. Because yeah, EA... Yeah, who knows EA there. I, mean, I, I really haven't put E3, a lot so. of stock into seeing what's there. And again, like, I've never been to one. So I think you've got to go to one to really experience what it's all about. But... You know, if they feel like Reed Pop's going to be able to help them bring it back, I mean, Comic Con obviously is not uh, not going anywhere anytime soon. So if they were part of running those things, then you got a chance. But I, I do think it comes down to you know cost and return. Because I just feel like it's not worth going to the event anymore. And, and at some point, I kind of look at it like like you start. You know, if you're if you're a maker of some good. You always start at like the conferences and the events and the trade shows and things like that. And you end up growing out of that. Yeah. And you don't need to go to the trade show anymore because you are your trade show. Yeah. You're bigger than that. I mean, even look at, look at Apple. Apple was the same way, man. They were indie. They had every trade show that you could possibly be at, did all that stuff. And then they had reinvented the launch of their products by doing it all on their own because they got to a level that they could do that. So I think you just have these, gaming companies that have so much money behind them do i need e3 like do i need you anymore and if i don't then i'm just going to save the money and do it myself and get a better return on my investment and i don't sure. blame them for sure i i don't blame them at all the only thing that bums me out is it it does feel like a hit to you know gamers it was like you said like like i said it was the event that got me to tune in. I used to watch all the, even the PlayStation. I don't have a PlayStation. I'm not the biggest PlayStation fan, but man, their conferences. But you also got to remember, cool, man, so. we've been doing this for a long time. So those, those days of us remembering this of what it was, man, that was early two thousands. Like we're not, we're not talking like we're talking 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, kind of stuff. So people grow out of these events and if the events don't change and continue to draw, the popularity that they used to or the need or continue to bring mid-level play players to the game and not just focus on your large guys. So when they walk out the door, no one's there to fill it in. Um, so yeah, you, we'll see there. There's, there's not what you can do. I mean, it's, it's, it's a trade show. They all end up dying off at some point anyway. Yeah. Trust me. That's my other, that's my real job. Working. <laughs> working trade shows so i uh have definitely seen especially them just any trade show in general coming back from the pandemic has not been easy it's hard to get people to come out to them it's hard to get the vendors to fill them and 
it's just well uh, i've learned i've learned how to do my research without needing them so now i can do it from the comfort of my home i don't i don't like yep. we catered towards that to, to stay alive for a while but we didn't some of these some of these companies and players just didn't adapt to that world um we're starting to see things come back and i think you're gonna have more in-person stuff i, I think uh trex and i actually went out to uh uh a friggin' flea market and trade show not too long ago because we're just like we want some human interaction yeah everything's stupid overpriced we weren't going to buy anything that we were there like crazy price pops all different kinds of um it was just old school toys and stuff so just everywhere like antique yeah. toys and things like that just it took my daughter with me um but just to have the human interaction with somebody and and to talk to somebody and see people out it was like oh this is crazy this has been a while but um, it wasn't as big as it was when we went before. Like it's yeah. still hard to get some people out there. So we'll see. I am interested to see what comes from it and what all the events are and what the people are talking about, but I'm not making the trip out there. All right. Enter my last topic. Our last topic. I don't have anything else. You got nothing else. So this nope. is just more of a, a, a PSA, just an announcement for people that if you are still using an Xbox 360 in the marketplace, First of all, congratulations. You're so I had to read this twice when you sent it to me. I'm like, why the fuck do I care about 360 Marketplace? So listen, all you need to know is that 46 games are about to be dis- delisted from the Xbox 360 Marketplace in, in, on February 7th, so in a week. What this means, and this includes games like uh, Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, Jet Set Radio, a bunch of the Assassin's Creed games, um, some of the old Call of Duty games, Counter-Strike, Daytona USA, the Left 4 Dead games, uh, Limbo, uh, the Mass Effect 2. So uh, some big some big hitters, Star Wars Battlefront, uh, Star Wars KOTOR 2, things like that. The biggest thing that you need to know... South Park, the Stick of Truth. South Park, I mean, the Stick of, the of Truth, yeah. Ever. So you can see some of these games as we scroll through. So basically, if you have the game purchased, you can still play it. If you have the disc, you can still play it. And also, if you're not on the 360 marketplace, you can still get all of these games on the Xbox One and Xbox Series S and X. So it's just more of a, hey... Most of those are on Game Pass, <laughs> where aren't they? Most of these are on Game Pass, correct. So basically what they're doing is they're just telling you, hey, listen, we're delisting a lot of this stuff. I think is just cleaning. I, I'm I'm guessing this is a, a tech thing. Ender, you might know a little bit more about that. Um, why they would delist stuff to to clean up the back end of things is that maybe they're shutting down the 360 servers eventually. I mean, I it might it might be something to do with just decommissioning and space and cost. Having the I mean, but 47 games is not much when you talk about the size. Well, they of just the game the, for the, they just did. Uh, a, a big dump maybe three or four months ago as well so this is the second I mean, time but, they're doing this yeah but like in all honesty these games are what they would fit on a regular dvd back in the day somewhere two-sided nine ten gigs a game yeah it ain't, it ain't much space like i mean the cost of running it probably isn't that high but i think you're probably looking at the push to decommission the entire market place like you're going to see the entire marketplace go and they're going to decommission it and just be like we're done with it you have to kind of move forward you're going to start seeing i think you're going to start seeing more people take the apple approach to things as they move into the cloud and services of like you got to upgrade and move forward guys like we can't continue to have this backwards compatibility through all of these different consoles and things like that because the infrastructure cost is just too high and there's no point in the maintenance yeah 
Like there really isn't. I mean, when did 360 come out? Like we're what four consoles? Two, two consoles? Two thousand three? Two thousand? Yeah. The fact the fact that people are still out there buying things, playing on it, like yeah, good for them. Move on, <laughs> guys. Move on. <laughs> we're on like Skate Six now, not Skate Two. But I get if it's your favorite game and it's a console you like, it's the only one that you can afford. Great. I love seeing people game. But I think you're going to start seeing this stuff of like, you got to move forward with the hardware. Um, But if Microsoft does what it wants to do in the way it should do it, hardware isn't going to matter because you'll just play it through your TV and you'll just have to buy a controller and you just pay a couple of bucks for a game pass and you get all these things there anyway. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right, this was a quick two dudes that game podcast. That's James the third over there. My name's Ender. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah.